Hey, this is Jay Rio. And this is Sir Rude. And, and this, this is Controversial, Controversial Chronicles. Chronicles. Hey, what's up, Cron Kids? What's happening? What up? Man. Just the two of us. Bruh, I was thinking, like, it's been so long since we I did, like, an episode where it's just us. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's been a, a juggling act between making sure everyone got heard and everyone got a chance to participate. But shout out to everybody that came through on the Black Lives Matter uh, or panel episode thing that we did um it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun like I, I got to learn a lot and i've gotten some great feedback uh so far good um like especially on the protecting black women like i've actually had some guys reach out to me and be like wow that was kind of eye-opening so it was, it's, right. it's, it's, it's cool it's cool to see that and that's the whole idea of it but anyway we back to the shit. It's back to us. What's up, nigga? Jay Rio, uh, how you doing, nigga? Nothing much, man. July was a low-key a trying month, but I was like, you know what? Hi, the key, thing hi, is, key. when you're trying to do something, that's when all the adversities and bullshit comes about, like, harder than usual. So it's like, you know what? This means nothing, I'm actually trying to do something. Nothing worth having is easy to get. Exactly. That's it's just, just one, two for the book. <laughs> I I feel that I feel that on a on a uh, I just I feel that I feel that in my heart, bro. I, I feel that I feel that. <laughs> Other than that, it was pretty good. Um, I actually went to Alligator Point. I didn't know oh. that was a place until like last week. Yeah, and yeah, it was a pretty they decent festivals week. and shit down there. Oh, I mean, I I can see that. I just never heard about it. Like. I didn't know what Pansiana was until maybe last year ish. What'd you call it? Pansiana? Is that mm, not how you no. pronounce it? No. Yeah, I think you're mixing two different like is they're like right there, but I think you're mixing the two names together. I think it's Poinciana and Panacea. Those are the two places. Oh no, I was listening to a country person. They pronounce it pants then there you go that's what happened there there, there you go because that's the only way like you were saying you didn't you hadn't heard of it but that's the only way you're gonna hear about it you gotta get you one of those um white folks that's been here for like 30 40 years and shit and they just yeah man just go on down there down there point man what what the fuck did you just say to me but no we've been down there for uh they have a blue crab festival that's down there oh yeah okay well it was nice overall we went uh, me and a friend went there during sun, like when the sun was setting. So it was really nice. Ooh, you and a friend, huh? Sure, sure. Okay, okay. Let me let me, when, when I'm gonna meet this friend. Never. <laughs> not gonna bring friend around. Why are you not gonna bring Hell your nah. friend now? Let them out. <laughs> don't be don't be hiding them. <laughs> no taking them to no. um taking them on distant vacations in the dark in the nighttime so so nobody you <laughs> <laughs> ain't shit at all Not shit at all <laughs> <laughs> terrible Ooh, but, uh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah but no it's it's pretty cool though have you um have you been to St. George Island? 
I no, have not. No, no. Is it St. George Island or is it just St. Yeah, George? it's called St. George Island. I have a lot of people, well, a lot of friends, acquaintances. Yeah. It's more like it. Um, that been there. And to be honest, I was like, I was actually trying to go drive to Destin because that weekend I was just like, man, July has been nothing but a bitch. I just want to take a long drive to like forget about everything. <laughs> And I was trying to go to Destin because I'd never been there. But um, really, my friend was like, hey, man, it's kind of far. Can we go somewhere that's kind of closer? And I was First like, of all, Destin is not that far. What? Why you? Your ass like to travel all over the world. If you fucking with somebody that think Destin is far, nigga. Well, it's far that. because of what the schedule that person was dealing with. Like, that person oh, okay. just moved and was still unpacking and shit. So wanted that person wanted to deal with unpacking and stuff so it was kind of far as it's going to take a lot of time to get over there and then a lot of time to come back so i was like okay and personally i was like i don't know anything that was closer and then he pointed out alligator point and i was like okay so it's a he okay cool cool mm-hmm. you know you know you know this whole episode we're gonna be we're gonna be digging this whole episode I noticed. <laughs> um, that's good that you, you got a chance to get away, though. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to do it again, though. Me and a friend from high school is actually going to go to NOLA during Labor Day weekend, so I'm really excited for that. And just um, reserve an Airbnb out there. So that's going to be fun. Just just be safe. Them niggas in NOLA nasty. Child, I'm not trying to fuck with them. I'm just there to eat. Like, that's literally the goal of the trip, just to eat a bunch of shit that I wasn't able to eat the first time I visited New Orleans, which was some jambalaya, po' boy, all of it. Just, I'm here to eat. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to be on your fat nigga shit, basically? Yep. Yep. It's like, what? We, what'd you? how much money did you bring? I brought 500. What you plan on doing? <laughs> just eating. Eating. I'm not even I mean, trying to go. You don't want to go to you don't go to, to the eat. museum? No, I just I just want to eat. No. Well, what about this nigga? Eat, eat. Say <laughs> with me, now, nigga. Eat. <laughs> Eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and maybe go see. Um, if you watched American Horror Story, season three was Coven, I believe, and mm-hmm. they have the witch house that's in New Orleans. So that's probably the only like real attraction I want to see. Other Which, than that, she's getting a. Uh, She's getting her spinoff, Madam. Um, I heard that it was not real, though, so I'm not sure. So I'm not going to be excited until I see the other Hulu said that. Hold on, let me see. Let me see. Let me go to Hulu.com. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to come out like Because to me, I really don't think American Horror Story can afford Angela Bassett. <laughs> Well, I don't. Mm, I don't know. They might can. They probably can now because like, only because maybe. here's the thing: for us that enjoyed the first several seasons of American Horror Story, like it kind of got weird and kind of died off. But for those, well, season that, five, I wasn't a big fan of, but. But the as I was saying, like, we, was like, we, yeah. we really like those earlier ones. And then it had a few weird ones. But for them to have, like, seven or eight seasons of this shit, so somebody likes nine it. Nine seasons. Yeah, that's what I said. Somebody's watching this shit, bro. I, I know I am. Like, season five I wasn't a big fan of. 
apparently my sisters watched it again and they're like i actually really like season five now and i was just like okay um for me i was just like okay that's cute ish like i see they were more into the psychological horror i guess compared mm -hmm. to like straight blood and gore and scary shit um season five wasn't my favorite but everything else was good um their latest season season nine was pretty interesting because that was based on 1984 so it was just interesting how they made the 80s into a scary time so that was interesting i mean it was <laughs> listen america i don't know it depends on your on your point of view america has been a very scary time for black people for 200 years so i mean you know and i'm talking black people as free people like now we even gonna talk about slavery because slavery you include slavery america has been a very scary place for the last four or five hundred years mm -hmm. um but you but we so we let's let's put it this way for our crime kiss show suggestion y'all niggas go out there and watch america horror story um, yeah particularly, particularly coven yes uh, I fuck with I some of them, but I don't really be fucking with a whole bunch of them like that. <laughs> because they they just they're just fucking weird, man. And yes. like I told you, I, we talked about it before. They lost me when they did the carnival shit. And I was like, you know what? I'm good on this, bro. <laughs> I'm good on this. Like it was weird. Cause it's like at first it was straight horror, like during the first few episodes of season four. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, once the clown was gone, it's just like, well, what is this? <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's already a, a very confusing thing because even going from season one to season two, you had to yeah, realize like, that this isn't each – se each season is its own thing. Yes. And then they had, like, a point where they like, oh, no, this season actually plays off of this season. It's like, dude, make up your fucking mind. You're confusing me. <laughs> So yeah, y'all definitely check that out. And then um, another one that I wanted to, to bring to y'all, I just finished watching it yesterday because we had HBO free for a week. Mm -hmm. And um, I took that time to watch Watchmen. Uh, Watchmen stars Regina King. For y'all that don't know who that is, that's the voice of Huey and Riley on The Boondocks. I can never get over that. I was like, I can't believe this. Bro, I watched that show <laughs> for all that time, and I was like, well, why? they keep saying starring Regina King. Where is she at? Right? I, I was like, I don't see another girl talking in this show. Like, what are you Bruh, talking about? And then they were like, nah, she's, the, she's the boys. I was like, what you mean? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I could I don't know I I always wondered how they do stuff like that like do you record one person's lines and then go back and record the other person's lines because I can't be switching up voices for Huey and Riley back and forth yeah, in the movie. Like, I don't know I, I don't know that's interesting but I like both of them like I love Huey but Riley's so fucking stupid like <laughs> it's I don't know. Riley both, is a nigga. both of the characters are hilarious. Riley is a just a a nigga, like a <laughs> negro. He's the one that when everyone's like, please don't be a nigga, Riley shows up at your door and you're like, God damn it's a nigga. Like, like that's how it is. But um, but definitely check out Watchmen. It's very strange. Um, it's not a child show. Don't let your definitely kids watch not. It. Um, I saw a lot of dick. I didn't want to see that much dick. I saw a lot of ass. Um white people booties just 
don't do it for me. So that wasn't really happening. Um, but it's just a very interesting show. And it basically, it mixes in the story of Tulsa, Oklahoma and the race riots mm-hmm. with white supremacy and superheroes. Um, it's very, very trippy. But I will say that after watching the, the finale, they wrapped it up pretty good. I feel very fulfilled. I feel that all my questions were answered that I had. Um, and it also, there is a guy called Dr. Manhattan. And uh, he's one of, I don't know, he's, I don't know if you want to call him a superhero or what, but he's definitely superhuman, if human at all. We don't even, I don't even think he is human. I think, he, I think he's human and he had an accident or something. But um, I really enjoyed his take on time travel because everyone always talks, like we think of time travel as us traveling through time. But for him, it was him experiencing time at mm. all times. So he was conscious of every moment of his life at all times. So like right now it's 2020. He would be conscious of himself in 2020 while being conscious of himself back in 1980 while being conscious of himself in 2040. So you know everything that's happened in your life, everything that is going to happen, everything that is happening, and you experience all of that at one time. So it was like weird because at one point he was talking to someone in the present and he was talking to someone in the past and he was communicating between those two people Mm. over like a 15 year period. So it was was an interesting take on time, time travel. And that it was it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So y'all definitely yeah. check that out. It's on HBO Go. If you don't want to pay for HBO Go, that's cool because I ain't pay for it either. Go on there and get the free um the free trial and you can check that out. And then as far as American Horror Story, that is on Netflix, I believe. Isn't it? Yes, it's on Netflix and it's also on Hulu now because American Horror Story and Hulu, or maybe FX, I'm not sure. They made some type of deal where they can promote their stuff on there. And once the new season comes out, you don't have to wait for the whole season to pop out. It'll pop up like a like piecemeal. A big, yeah, like the next day type of thing. Yeah. Uh, so um, another thing is when we had that huge discussion about Legend of Korra, her ass is also popping up on Netflix on August 14th. So my nerdy ass is rewatching The Last Airbender for the 50 billionth time. So that way I am mentally prepared for oh, Jesus. The Legend of Korra. I'm already prepared for The Legend of Korra. Like, just bring it on, baby. Like, it's, it's like we talked about. It's not my uh, favorite or go-to, but it's still a good show. And I'm going to watch it. Like, exactly. Like, watch it, you know. Um, because, yeah, she basically, it's just interesting. It's just interesting. So, yeah, so shout out to and all these shows that we just named have, like, strong women roles or strong women leads. So what was that dance? What was that? Happy dance. That was terrible. Hero. I wish y'all could have seen this. This was, that was, that was almost frightening. <laughs> I guess. But, um, but, yeah, so shout out to the women out there, uh, preferably, um, preferably the women of color 
for leading because Cora is not white. Uh, I don't know what she is, but she she definitely. I got think some, she's white. She just she for got, some she reason some when they make her. the waterbender people, they look more tanned than the others. But somehow yeah. y'all live in the snow, so I don't understand how that works. But I don't know, bro. I don't think they're. What you mean? How that works? They need that. They probably need that skin to help keep them a little bit warm. I mean, I guess, but if I don't you're think in it's a snow tan, all the time, just brown. how are you? How are you more tan than everybody else? I don't think I don't. I I think you're looking at it as in like they've been bronzed by the sun. Like no, I think they're just brown people. Like think think of it this way. Think of it this way: the water tribes were in the North Pole and the South Pole, right? Right. Make, more so minding their business and staying away from the rest of the world. That don't sound like some shit some niggas would do. You know what? Don't have nothing here fighting, Fire Nation want to run through, which we all know the Fire Nation white people. Fire Nation want to run through <laughs> and they terrorizing shit. The, and everybody like, you know what? I ain't got time for this. Where can we go when you, them niggas not going to come up here where it's cold at? So we just going to run down here to the South Pole. Y'all niggas take North Side. We going to take South Side. We holler at y'all boys in between. That don't sound like some nigga shit. Come on, man. Come on. I guess so. They, they just them, them was black people. I guess. Them was <laughs> black people. I think Cora is black. Or at least black not. Black with blue eyes. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? I said black with blue eyes. I <laughs> nigga, they're moving around fucking stones with their hands, and that's what's concerning you. <laughs> a nigga, a nigga could create fire out of the air, and you're concerned with blue eyes and brown skin. They got blue eyed brown skin people in Africa. They sure. just don't want to portray that to the media because they want your mind to not know that there are beautiful black people that come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. Wake. <sighs> My friend, awaken my brother. Fucking hate you. <laughs> but yes, anyway. y'all check y'all check out um check out all those shows. Um and I think most of them are gonna be dropping August 14th is when the uh core is supposed to drop on Netflix and Laveau with America Horror Story is supposed to drop on Hulu. So we'll see. We'll, we'll be following. We'll up see if that. it's real or y'all not. Hear this, it'll uh, you'll already know whether or not it's on there by the time uh, you hear this. But oh, no. shit, oh seven deadly sins. Their fourth season, I think, came out like a couple days ago. Oh really? I have to mm-hmm. go check that out because they're so. Conv- oh god! Just a tad. I'm like, this is that a little bit so too deep to for this cartoon show. <laughs> I like it, but it's so fucking hard to follow. I'm like, well. Is this, is this like video? Like, are these this season over here? Is this canon, or is this something that y'all just kind of made? Or yes, if it wasn't for my movie? sisters that were actually catching everything, I would have been like, I don't know what's going on. Like, well, I'm watching I, it, it took, but I'm it like took me a second. But it's almost <laughs> like they were happening simultaneously. Like, they overlap with one another, but they're different. And I'm like, nigga, is this a different timeline? Are we in the Marvel universe now? Like, right. What the fuck is I'm happening? like, I don't understand. <laughs> but I do like Seven Deadly Sins, so I might have to watch that, and that might have to be one of our catch up um, for another show suggestions. But we mm-hmm. do have a topic today. 
This is Mystique. This is Mr. Everlasting. And we are your hosts of the Safe Word Podcast. Safe Word. Y'all be sure to tune in to us every first and third Friday on SoundCloud. Go like and share and subscribe that Facebook page at the Safe Word Pod. As well as go look us up on Instagram, the Safe Word Podcast 69, for all our giveaways, lives, and other amazing multiplicitous information. Get ready for salacious material, y'all. Today, we're going to be talking about interns and their internships. Um, Jay Rio brought this this topic up, and it is a a pretty good topic. It's going to be more kind of a discussion style, but y'all know how we do. Uh, We can't go too long without disagreeing with one another. So let's start off off Jay Rio with the definition of an intern. So the definition of an intern is a student or trainee who works sometimes without pay at a trade or occupation in order to gain work experience. Okay. And um, that's the dictionary definition. Now, Urban Dictionary has a definition for intern that I think really, it really sums it up well. And I was actually very surprised at how well it summed it up. The definition of an intern by Urban Dictionary, company bitch. Now, I think that's that's, it. I I really feel like that. I really really thought the way you were saying it, I was like, they have like a for real like definition. I think, but does that not sound, that sums it up very well, I feel. Two words. Unfortunately, yes, it does. Yes, it does. So I I can't be mad at them, but I like that definition. I really like that definition. So the um, so the very first thing that we want to uh, approach is one. Do you agree with these definitions of an intern? Yes, I do. Okay. Mainly because of personal experience of me doing internships. Ah, so you've done it. In, so you've done an internship. Tell us about your experience. Um. I remember there was like, yeah, I don't even remember what businesses they were, honestly. Like, those were the TCC times where they have the internship, like, work program. I forgot what it's called. And, of course, the main main gist of the program was just pointing out, like, internships that had to do with your particular major. Um, So I had a couple of internships in the past, and I also did the volunteer income tax assistance that counted as an internship. Um, I guess that the VITA was more of a hands-on experience compared to the other internships that I had. Um, you called it a who now? A VITA. Oh, okay. Is that the Vita? company or something? No. It's been out for a while. Like, every time... Actually, I don't know what that season, is. Volunteer... Income tax assistance. Oh, okay. You just came, brother. Yeah, I, I know. Just, I broke it down. Not, but you, you just came up with with Vita. I'm like, was well, this something new, nigga? Is this no TCC thing? Gosh, no. you people throwing around your acronyms and shit. <sighs> Good grief! I just think you just not listening. But um, <laughs> sure. Anyway, um, 
I don't know. I can't even remember the other businesses that I volunteered at. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I call internships or more my volunteer my internships were more voluntary it felt like compared to me actually learning something that had to do with my major but by um, definition was it like by their definition was it you interning or you volunteering because like when they called it internship but okay, it just so, felt but, like i was volunteering but they did call doing it doing stuff on my own Yes, because there was one time I was interning for some business that needed like social media, like um, upkeep. Yeah, not upkeep, but like pushing it out there. Well, I don't know the word at the top of my head right now. But the main thing was for me to make sure the media, the social media was up and running, and I'm always posting something to make it more out there. And um, and to be honest, I kind of like that one. Cause it was just mainly on my own time and they were just like, Oh, just post stuff that has to do with our business and just help us out when it comes to posting in social media and stuff. But for me, it was just like, just because I post on social media, that doesn't mean I know how to do social media for business. Um, and I have no idea how I got that internship, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know how you got that internship. Julia Rose. Yeah, she seems like she knows what she's doing. Calm, bring her in. I like her name. <laughs> Probably, because I'm just like, if I was like a marketing student, then sure. But I guess since they saw a business major, maybe they were just like, yeah, you know this. I'm like, just because I post on my own social media, that does not mean I know anything about business social media. And that mm-hmm. was kind of back in the day where Instagram was still booming in a sense, at least for me. Um, booming or growing because it's booming now well i guess booming when it comes to businesses because i never really looked at business stuff on instagram during that time like using instagram for your business now is like you kind of have to (laughs) back then it was just like oh i guess it's a cute thing to do right now so during that time I didn't have anyone to look up to or anything because it's not like there was not many social media marketing people near me to like well, yeah. learn from. So, um, Plus you weren't in that group to be looking for that stuff. Like I'm sure they were, that, it's one of those things where they were kind of like out there, but why would you be aware of it if you weren't looking for it? That part. Very true. Um, so yeah. Um, when I was doing Vita, um, I learned very quickly that I'd never want to deal with anyone's fucking taxes ever fucking again. <laughs> like, I knew um, that from class. I said, nah, I'm good. Yeah, no. I mean, it was a good experience. So at least I know what to look for for my own personal taxes or if I want to do it for my family as well. When they don't feel like doing their taxes, they come to me because, oh, yeah, you're an accountant. You actually mean that means you do taxes. I'm like. There's so much other shit in accounting. It doesn't. Should have been like, yeah. That also mean I charge, bitch. <laughs> and cash, I yeah. do have family members that did pay me, which is fine. Um, but yeah, it was just like that was probably that was a good internship thing too, because it was it said volunteer, but they end up giving me a stipend at the end of that to make an intern, uh, some type of internship or whatever. So. Boy, that was a hard time. That was back in the day where I was really financially struggling. And I was calling that lady up every day after um, tax season was over. Like, where's my money? 
It was like a measly, like, I think it was $200 or something, which was definitely not go a long way when you ain't got, bro. It's a lot, but it was just like, hindsight, if I was really like, because I was volunteering a lot during that time, I think I gave them like either two or three days a week right after, I want to say work. I don't know. It was at least three or four hours before class. I do remember that. <laughs> and I don't think doing that for four months, two to three hours or three days a week for four months, January, February, March, April. Yeah. $200. Sounds like thievery to me. <laughs> hey, bro. They, um, say, they say you agreed to it, fam. You right. You right. And on top Correct. of that, they just say it was like it was just voluntary anyway. So the exactly. fact we're giving you a stipend. Yeah. Because that's my thing. If it's voluntary, they didn't have to pay you anything. That you is true. Money, they could be like, we change our mind. Yeah, that would have been fucking terrible, at least during that time. Um, so funny. So yeah. so have you? do you have any other um, internship uh, experiences that you want to share? No, I don't think so. Um I also remember a time where I was trying to apply for an internship, but the moment they said it's going to be from eight to five, Monday through Friday, I said, no. And they were like, it's for free. Oh, (laughs) you want me to work all day like a regular adult and you're not trying to pay me, but you expect me to be there Monday through Friday? Huh? So in your opinion, do you think internships should all be paid? In my opinion, I don't think it needs to be per se, mainly because I look at internships as I'm just getting a feel of the environment and watching the person that's going, like I'm watching the mentor or person that I'm looking up to, to see if this is going to be what I want to do for the rest of my life or not. Okay. I actually think all internships should be paid. Um, this is so funny enough. So I did some research and the department of labor actually has rules for whether or not you sh- can have to pay interns mm-hmm. internships. So this is um, fact sheet number 71 for any of those small business owners out there that want to do um, internships to get free labor. Uh Fact sheet number 71. So there's seven rules that are looked at or seven factors that are looked at in order to determine whether or not the internship should be paid. And I'm going to just go through all seven. The first one is the intern understands that they will not receive compensation and they do not expect compensation. Mm -hmm. So it has to be very laid out and clear that you ain't getting paid for this. Number two, the internship is similar to training that they would receive in an educational environment. So they can't just leave you over there by yourself and go do this. Like they actually have to to be teaching you as you would have learned in a classroom. Mm -hmm. Number three, the internship is part of the intern's coursework or the intern will receive academic credit for the internship. So either your class is requiring you to do this and you'll get credit for it, 
or you'll receive some credit hours for the internship. Mm-hmm. Um, the number four, the intern does not displace regular employees, but works under close supervision of existing staff while receiving educational benefits. So you can't fire your entire staff and hire a bunch of interns. That's fucked up. <laughs> They will try. I know some business owners that will try that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most deft. Most deft. That's hilarious. Number five, the internship aligns with the intern's academic calendar, allowing them to meet other academic commitments. So if you were talking about the um, eight to five, well, they would have to make it so that the internship would fit with your actual classes because it's academic. Mm Mm-hmm. Number six, the length of the internship aligns with the period of beneficial learning for the intern. I.e., if um, if you basically have a semester to learn something, then your internship should be able to teach you that within a semester or something of that sort. Mm-hmm. And number seven. Both parties understand that there is no guarantee of a job at the conclusion of the internship. Right. And that's honestly like people are probably like, well, that's very contradicting. You're mad that you're not getting paid the eight to five, but you don't want people to pay you for the internship. And I'm just like, because I look at internships that way. Like it has to do with my education on my time. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I'm just trying to look be your shadow at this point now to me if you're going to be a shadow like if you're a nursing student being a shadow under like a nurse that's actually going to do some physical labor then i feel like you should get paid for that but it's i just look at internship that it should be on your time and you actually want to learn from the person that you're trying to become instead of you just giving me a bunch of busy work which that is something that happened in the past it's like this has happens a lot to learn but see, when um, I think about that, that I think a part of that happens because they're trying to make sure that you don't, again, you can't replace and or displace any of the workers that are currently there. So right. I can't be like, okay, JR, I need you to do these 20 tax returns. And because you're doing those 20 tax returns, you know, Jim gets to go home because we have no work for Jim now. So it's like, well, what can we give her? Well, here, copy these files. You know, give you some old fucked up shit. Yeah, and my thing is, it's like, I guess I get that, but it's like, am I actually learning what this is going to be like once I'm no, out of college? not at all. So it's just like, what is really the point of the internship then? There might be a time where you get that opportunity. Plus, a lot of people now, they just put it on their resume. Yeah, which is true, but it's just, I don't know. It just... Low key, so is, most, of, most of internships just feels like a waste of time. This is because I feel why. like I don't even like after I leave the internship, I don't uh-huh. know what the person really did that's actually going to be essential for me to put on my resume to pass on to my next employer once I'm there. Like, how do you know? Oh, this is what I was should be doing if this was my position, then I write on my mm-hmm. resume. Meanwhile, all I did was copy, file, and scan. Any idiot could do that. I mean, I hear you. Like, so that that's actually why I think all internships should be paid. I do not believe in part-time internships where you 
come in for, you know, two hours here and three hours there. Um, I believe that you, sh if you can be part time, but I think you should work little larger chunks at a time, five to six hours at a time. Uh, we, at my job, I work with the state. And so what we do is instead of having unpaid interns, we pay we them. OPS. We, we, yeah, we have OPS. Now, OPS is a position anyone can apply to, but we mm -hmm. reserve it for students to treat it like an intern internship. They get paid meaning that they don't have to focus on the money. They can come in and focus on learning. And because they're paid, we work them. So you come in and you will be, you'll be working on simple stuff, but you'll work under somebody so that you get the opportunity to learn. And to me, if we paid everybody, one, you wouldn't have these college kids that are struggling trying to go to class, go to this internship, go to this part-time job to pay for class so that they can go to this internship. Like, mm -hmm. bro, that's stressful as fuck. You talked about volunteering for four months for $200. Like, bro, that's like equivalent to $10 a week. Not even. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, nah. So it's... um. I think you should, I think if we pay the intern, then they can focus on learning and actually come there to do what they're, they're supposed to do. And they don't have to work eight to five, but work at least 20 hours a week, you know, have it be something set in stone. Uh, there's an article that I want to bring up and it's from business news daily. And it's talking about whether or not unpaid internships are legal. And it brought up a good point. It said that college students are willing to pay any cost to launch their careers. It's a no-brainer for them. Interning is not selling their labor for zero wages. In fact, they're buying work experience. So for a lot of college students, they look at it as, hey, I'm not getting paid in money but me being able to put this on my resume showing that I worked X amount of hours for X amount of months on my resume is going to help that next business owner or job opportunity say that, hey, they should pick me. Even <laughs> though we both know what you did and you ain't do shit at that internship. <laughs> but it's cool. Point is, you was in the building and they didn't fire your ass. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, so I... Well, what what do you what do you think about the idea that students are literally trading free labor for a line on their resume, and these and business owners are looking at it like oh you did this and they see internship and they all know that you didn't do anything but everyone looks at it like it's you know it's almost like everyone's doing hush money it's like we all know like listen we know you didn't do anything but we're gonna put it on there and push you on. The next person comes in, they'll look at your resume. Oh, you did an internship. I know you didn't do anything, but it's okay. I'll bring you on. Like, what does this system say to you? Do we need to change it? Um, I feel like something needs to be done of the sense of just because we did internships, that doesn't mean we automatically know what we're doing. Same thing when you get a fucking college degree. Like, once you get your bachelor's, they're sitting here looking at me like I got 10 years of experience. 
And I'm like, I literally just got a fucking piece of paper that says I can follow directions. And you are expecting me to know what the fuck I'm doing the moment I'm here. So I guess it, to me, it's like the same sense of me. I have an internship and I also have a degree. That doesn't mean I know anything. Like for me personally, though, since I graduated, like if it wasn't for the people that were there to help me learn what I need to do at the job, I would have been fucked already. Like I probably would even have a job because they would have noticed that I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> like I mean, Flagler to, was to be great fair, for our um to be fair for our particular profession of accounting. That's always been a thing that was told to me. Like that wasn't told to me. I was told really? throughout my entire life that well, you're going to get trained anyway, so you're going to work for the rest of your life. And then when I get there, there's no such thing as training. And if there is training, except the piss poor paycheck you're going to get, which is trash. Um, oh no! I'm, well, I mean, as far as like the usage of our degree, I ever since I've been in accounting, and this comes from like you know family members that did accounting and everything, as well as teachers. Like we go, to, we go there, get the degree to learn the basics, and then everyone. And not even like, I feel like I just learned there, terminology throughout this entire college. Experience. Oh no, that's what I mean by basics. That's, that's exactly what I mean. And <laughs> I, was like, was I just like, know the terms you're telling me, but Yeah, exactly. They don't have that, to they don't have to sit down and give you the definition of a debit or a credit. But like right. literally everyone was like, no, they're gonna they're gonna show you what they need you to do and then just you go do it. And that's right. it. And um because even the job I have now, like you don't need a college degree to do what I'm doing. What you need is discernment. If you can discern and think for yourself just a little bit, <laughs> you'll be fine. Like you will literally be fine. But you know, it's we I feel like this goes back to why do we why do we make college kids work so hard? Like you go through all of this to go through and try to get your degree, try to find a job. Finding a job is hard because we're oversaturated with degrees. Mm. Everyone fucking has them. Um, so now you try to do any little thing to give you a leg up. And even right. if you did nothing but staple papers at the local TV station, your your resume, we you know how we do. You go on that resume and <clears throat> I was the quality control specialist that oversaw all paperwork coming all no that oversaw the workflow process. Yep. For the and also company. counted a little, had a little bit of inventory experience. He's <laughs> like, what did you do? <laughs> oh, I stapled papers, delivered mail, and brought coffee. Like, yep. <laughs> you juiced the fuck out of that shit. Oh, you juiced the fuck out of that shit. But, um, so, I, I don't know. I, like, again, I kind of, I feel like you shouldn't just have interns shadowing. And that they should be working and you should pay them. And you pay them to keep it simple, pay them minimum wage. Like, you don't, I don't think you need to, to pay them, you know, the minimum salary of someone working there. Yeah, they're not a professional. They're a fucking child. They're not a child. They're just doing it. But there's nothing wrong if minimum wage is $10, pay them $10 an hour to come in for 20 hours a week. And they should have tasks. 
and you show them, you take time to work with them and show them how to do those tasks. What yeah. And I think that's the thing with internships is like, you're not, no, well, I won't say no one, but little to no internships that I personally experienced are actually following the main guidelines that we were talking, that you were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Like, it's either missing one or the other of the seven. Like, for me, it's like, cool, I'm here, I'm shadowing, but you're not really teaching me anything. You're just like, I'm literally either watching you or you're telling me to do simple shit, like staple shit. Like, how is that going to help me later on down the road? And I'm looking crazy after the interview. And they're like, well, you said you could do this and that. I'm like, well, (laughs) 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 I had to get in somehow. (laughs) Are we going to continue to talk about the past or do you want to talk about our future? (laughs) Right. And that's the thing too. It's not just internships. It's also just, work in general like even when I go to work like we were saying there's no such thing as training and if there is training you're not you're not paying me at least enough for me to live comfortably at least to me at least with my personal experience I've never had a job that paid me less because I had to be trained but well not okay that is your experience yeah yeah. that's that's what I'm saying it's just for me I've never I've never had a job that if um, because I mean I tell them straight up like, listen, I don't know how to do this, or I I know how to do this. I know how to do A. If you want me to do B, I'm willing to learn how to do B. But I'm letting you know someone has to show me. And I think that came from more so my experiences when I started working. Cause I've been working since I was 16. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I would work with people and it's like, I didn't have no training. I'm like, bruh, y'all killing me. So it got to the point where I like, right before I got with the state, I was like, listen, I'm not taking this promotion. They're like, well, we want you to promote you this. I'm not taking this promotion unless you train me. And I'm like, I'm setting it up right now. Like I want at least four weeks of training, like no expectations, four weeks of training. Teach me how to do this job the way that you want it done. And so um, my experiences were different because of that, because I've Mm -hmm. always been the type like, listen, I want this, but I'm letting you know I need to be trained. Are you willing to do that? If the answer is no, don't worry about it. I'm good. I'll go find something else. Um, but a lot of these, but it seems like there's there's no other something else, at least for me personally, like, it well, almost feels like you have no choice. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. A lot of these kids on internships, they don't have that, you know, ability to be like, yo, I need training. So they just take whatever internship they can get. Because most mm-hmm. people, based on the way these rules are, a lot of people are scared to have interns because I'm not trying to get hit up by the Department of Labor. Right. You know, you are you trying to hit me with back wages saying I should have been paying you for the last four months and I probably should have. And now I got to explain that or come up with that money. But I think it's, um, and it's also too, like, like I was saying earlier, we don't have internships at my job. We have OPS mm-hmm. and they will give them, people will give them like a busy work, basically go through yeah. these. That um, was my experience working at the state. That's basically and, an OPS. Yeah, go through these files, check these links to make sure none of the links are broken. Data uh, entry. Copies of this book, boom. Nah, nah. You, when I get me one of them, because I, um, I had one that I would particularly go to because I could tell from working with her once. I was like, she's competent and knows what she's doing. 
Mm-hmm. So nah, nah, fam, listen. You come pull you up a chair. I need you to come sit with me on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. On those three days, I'm going to show you what I do. And we go through, you have questions, ask your questions. Now, on Thursday and Friday, I'm going to use the fuck out of you. Because now I'm going to give you some of my work for you to go practice on. It helps me because you're now doing stuff that I, like, she helped me because if I looked at it and it was something like, well, this is pretty simple. Like, you can't really fuck this up. You, you know, match A to B and do some calculations to show how it's correct. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, did they spend at least 50% of this money? Did they spend at least 75% of this money? Did they match what 25%? All whatever. I don't give a damn. Look, you're smart enough to figure out how to prove that they did this. This is how I would do it. You get three days of training and you get five days to go get it done. I know it would take me one day. But I know it's going to take you five days because you're working part-time. And quite frankly, I have no expectations from you. You're extra help. So as far as I'm concerned, take as long as you want, but don't take too long because I know you're smarter than that. So like, I took, I personally take time to train them. And she was a black girl, so I felt like, you know, why not help out my fellow Negro? Um, mm-hmm. But it's like that mindset is not prevalent in most of these places that have internships because everyone's like, bro, I got my own work. Who the fuck got time to be teaching you? Right. I'm teaching like, you why not going to tell my members to go down. I'm trying to teach this person. Exa- exactly. Like, think about taxes. Which, again, I think that's more of like, can we really blame the job or do we need to blame the culture of fucking work in general? Well, I mean, work in general. Okay, so it's a mixture because if... Like when you were doing tax returns, let's say that at that particular place, it's expected that you work on 15 tax returns that day. That's mm-hmm. about two, two tax returns an hour. Cool. That might be doable. That might be reasonable. Everyone's meeting that, you know, for the most part, you probably have about 80 or 90 percent of people that are meeting that mark. There's some people that are going to take a little longer because they have harder ones or some people that are going to take be quicker because they had shorter ones or whatever. For the most part, everyone's probably meeting that mark. Mm-hmm. The issue is if you are sitting there doing your stuff and you know, you got to do two every hour. And then I come up and say, Hey, Jr. train this motherfucker right here. And I'm sitting there like, I know what a debit is. Well, do you, do you know what form this is? It says 1040. Easy. So it must be easy to fill out, right? We're going to slap the shit out of your boss. Because guess what? He still expects that same 16 from you. Mm-hmm. But what happens? You don't train me. Instead, you give me busy work to do. So it's like, that's a mixture of the culture. But at the same time, I think they just, you're not treating interns like they're there to learn and i feel like if we paid them and treat them like they're employees you will train them like they'll get the experience that they need even if it's only for a few weeks but i don't know i don't know man i i personally feel like all internships again they should be paid so that the job takes the time to train them so that mm-hmm. these, end of, these interns can actually benefit from that system. Because the system as is, is just a shit storm of let me apply here and add 15 things to my resume. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. I feel like there should be options, though. Like, that should be a great option of just paying the interns as, like, an OPS or contract mm-hmm. person and actually sit there and teach them. Or I guess also it depends on your major as well because you don't really need to sit down and be with them and actually work, but at least shadow. Because um, for me, I actually wanted to do graphic design for a long time because my mom's like, well, you're an artist, and I know graphic designers make a lot of money, so you're going to be a graphic designer. I'm like, cool. I don't know what a graphic designer do on a day-to-day basis, but um, they just during my senior year of high graphic school, and shit. yeah, well, during my senior year of high school, I actually visited a college and um, stayed a night, and I saw, like, I sat in through one of the graphic designer classes that they have. And once I saw what they were actually doing, that's when I learned right there. I was like, I am not being a graphic designer because this is not what I would like to do. Like, they were like, to me, it looked like it was a lot of like advertisement, like putting Mm -hmm. letters together to make it look cool to the eye, which is cool. But that's not me. They are marketing. A lot of graphic design goes towards marketing because people you're literally doing stuff that, like you said, it catches your attention. And a lot of people with, a lot of people with uh, graphic design, it's a different type of artistry, I feel. Correct. And that's um, not just my like type you're, of art. Exactly. Like you're a drawer. Um, our, our friend, uh, Corey, you know, shout out to ASAP Corey. Um, he's a drawer. Like y'all literally sit down with pencil and paper and get busy. Graphic design? Nah, fam. You're going to be on the computer 24-7. You're going to be playing with something colors, someone playing else gonna... with shapes and letters. Yeah, someone's going to bring you an idea, and you're just going to be like, eh, boom. Your creativity is just is different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just totally different. Um, it's just like, like poetry and, and painting are two forms of art, but they are very different from one another. Mm-hmm. And one does not translate into the other. It does not. So... I feel like internships could be something like that where you just come in and just watch what that person does. And I guess if you really like what they're doing, you can just keep coming. But if you don't, if you clearly see this is ain't it, then it's funny I that you say that. Walk away. Someone, <laughs> a note in um, one of the uh, articles I was reading earlier, the businessnewsdaily.com, it literally says, in short, unpaid internships create a vicious cycle. They reward students who are already economically um, advantaged while ramping up the competition for everyone else. And what makes it so hard is everyone says the same thing. An intern can leave at any time they want to. So it's like a lot of people don't think about that part. You can leave an internship whenever if you're not getting what you need to get from it fucking leave it um that part we're so scared to do that because you don't know when you're gonna get another one yeah you know because they're coming a dime a dozen i'm lucky that i didn't i never had to find an internship because i just i'd rather find a job because again i knew that if i found a job they would have to first of all they gotta compensate me and who the fuck has time (laughs) to be working for free that Anyone doing an unpaid internship, there is a paid one out there that will give you the stuff that you're looking for. Keep looking. I promise you. They can be, they're out there. 
do not, if you have an option, do not do an unpaid internship. You have fucking bills and a life. Get paid. So for some college time. students, they are totally fine. Hmm? They actually have responsible parents or whoever that actually pays for their stuff where they don't really I mean, need financial assistance. Either way, even if you don't need financial assistance, like it's not even a, it's the principle. If you're giving your time to something, get your money. A dollar today is worth more than a dollar tomorrow. JR, I know you've heard that five billion times. Shout out to Kathy Matheson. But um, but a dollar today is worth more than a dollar tomorrow. Pay me today because I don't know whether this job experience is going to help me get that job tomorrow. Get your fucking money. It's going to go on your resume regardless. So if you have the option, always do a paid internship and go in, get the work, get the training, and um, you know try to just make something decent of your fucking life. Because otherwise, these businesses will run you fucking ragged and they won't, won't blink twice. Mm-hmm. That I agree. To be like, oh, you're taking off? It's the time to go already? Yes. <laughs> the fact <laughs> that I stay yeah. here late. You should be I giving to, me. I used to ask my little OPS person, I'd be like, uh, you coming to work tomorrow? Yeah, I might. You might. What's <laughs> your schedule? And I'm supposed to be here tomorrow, but I don't know. I don't feel like it. I'm not going to come in. <laughs> All right, nigga. Just have this done with you. This <laughs> like, done by next Friday, nigga. Like, That's funny. I don't know. Maybe. But um, I do think, as you have a good point, though, the whole the idea of the work structure in America is the problem. But I do think it's changing. I do think it's changing. I was talking with someone earlier today, and they were saying how a lot of stores that sell business clothes are going out of business um, because, you know, people aren't buying professional clothing like that anymore. Because the workplace is just not, not just because of COVID, but the workplace is just changing. So many places, you don't need to be business professional anymore. Thank God. Thank God. I like business professional. I just don't like it being. Not every day. Yeah. Yeah. Enough, not every day. And honestly, if I'm sitting down for eight hours, because I, of course, still sit down during my lunch. I'm business clothes has never been business professional clothes aren't that comfortable to me. Like, not to do that Monday through Friday. It's it's all the same for me, bro. It's the same for me, bro. But no, the only thing that's different with business professional and business casual is that for guys we have to wear a tie. Everything right. else is exactly the same. So I'm the same uncomfortable that I was on Monday <laughs> that I'm going to be on Friday. It's the same gotcha. uncomfortable. Gotcha. Pants cutting you up in between your sack. Like, it's it's a terrible situation. <laughs> business clo- like, like business casual and business professional for men is just not that different. Y'all just be free. With- Y'all be wearing shit. Y'all be like, oh, business casual? Shit, nigga, I'm about to throw on this t-shirt and these, uh, and these this- Hanes. This cute blouse and these pants. Blouse, blouse my ass. Nigga, that is a Hanes t-shirt. I can see. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened to be nice and uh, uh, ironed enough looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. That or I'll wear a skirt. Child, I'll be wearing a dress that I would wear to like go out in. It's just be like, fuck it, man. It's like, you should be glad I'm well, here. Like what, to the club? No, like going out. Like if I were going out, like so you wearing a club dress to the to the um, to the morning no. meeting, nigga. Like no, but I do wear bralettes. I live for bralettes now. Like I really don't. What does that have to do with anything? 
because it's not professionally up and make everything look. I don't know. But they're fine. Mm-hmm. It's just a bra. Like it's no different. I don't know, but it's not. It's casual. <laughs> Who the fuck is looking under your shirt? <laughs> like, but my boobs are not as up as they could be to make the look look more professional. Fam, fam. And I mean this with so much love. <laughs> Them heavy ass things? Come on, bro. <laughs> they ain't going too far up, bro. Like, expectations. Everyone, everyone probably is like, they're where they should be. Like, she, she's going to be fine. You bring them up anymore, you're going to fucking tip backwards. The whole equilibrium just going to be off. Like, not equilibrium. Oh, oh shit. Like, I just, bro, yeah, be right here. Like, this is brought to you by the letter P. Like, no. No. I, I, I think bralettes are fucking awesome. When um, I got my wife some and she she liked it, I was like, oh, that looks, first of all, it looks nicer than a bra. And it looks more comfortable than a bra. The comfort is what got me. Like, it just looks so much more comfortable. Yes, because the real bras, at least the ones that the heavy hitters, <laughs> um, they actually have, they actually have like the underwire and shit to keep them up. So then just like, all of a sudden you come home, look like your bra strap was trying to dig into your bones and shit. Uh huh. I'm like, girl, you is hurting yourself. Which fellas, let me go ahead and put y'all on game for Christmas. You really like if I'm telling you, bro. If you really trying to get laid for Christmas, get your girl some bras. Like and not not no or underwear. Bra, go out and don't get do her sexy some underwear. Just nice, cute, comfortable undies. I ain't buying no drawers. You can buy your own drawers. No. Nah, drawers like is you listen, fellas. Fuck all that. Listen to me. Get the bra. The bras are the expensive one. Drawers does like come a dime a dozen. You get it. Go out here and buy a girl three bras. That's $120. Easy. Yes, yes. Good bras, too. Don't be giving me no Walmart bra. That's not $121.50. Vicky Secrets, they're not going to help you, bro. Now, if your girl got small boobs, then cool. But if she big, she she got them big, them them knockers up there, them ham hocks. Listen. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Vanity Fair. I think they're like a J.C. Penny, they're on J.C. Penny or something. Yeah, the brand. You're welcome. You're you're welcome. Or Torrid. Torrid is really really good. I, I get the bralettes and like bras from there. I don't be fucking with Torrid like that. Plus, women be looking at you weird. You buy them something for Torrid, they automatically assume you're calling them fat. Like, nah, you just you know. No. Your and my thing is with Torrid, they have really good quality bras and bralettes, which is why. And if you got big boobs then you know that. So I don't know why are you feeling some type of way about that. Well, it's I don't understand why I'm feeling y'all, you know y'all I don't feel some type of way about it. If the bra is cute and good quality, I will fall in love personally. I'd be like, dang, you took out the time to give me a bra. And on top of that, you gave me a quality bra that's going to last me for months instead of two Tell months me. later, all of a sudden. She'll be ready to give y'all a son, fellas. She'll be ready to give y'all a son. Like, I'm, I'm trying to put y'all up on game. But okay, well, uh, any other thoughts you have on interns or internships today, Jr.? No, I think I'm good. I figured it was going to be a short chit chat because. Oh yeah, listen, these last couple have been heavy. Oh my goodness, Lord have mercy, they've been heavy. But yeah, nah. But my my only thoughts on it: uh, pay them goddamn kids, <laughs> pay them interns, 
teach them interns, help them actually go out and become something in life uh, because they need it. They wouldn't be there if they didn't. So, you know. Um, any other shout-outs you got today, Jay Rio, for the people? Um, hmm. Quick, I can do a shout-out for my hair assist. Well, hair assist. Um, hair stylist. Because there's about no to say a who nigga like the poltergeist nigga. No, <laughs> I was man. like, I don't do hair. She's but a hair exercise she doesn't out here, nigga. Like my head, because baby, like lately, of course, since the COVID and shit, it's like okay. Hold I can look see. down, look down. Let me see your new growth up there. Oh um, yes. yeah, there's a lot going on. It's, um, it's a little, little south sideish up there. <laughs> I, see I was, you, you I was telling my sister because I look, town. I look a little homeless. I ain't gonna say you look homeless, okay? You you don't quite look homeless, but. In another week or two, that shit going to grow into one dread. That's all I'm saying. Yes. So I'm going to wash my hair this weekend, preferably tomorrow, because I think Sunday will be more free for me. Um, yeah. So the person I wanted to shout out was Artist Salon. I think I already said this already, but she is well-deserved. Um, she's just really nice. Her name's Keisha. She does locks. She has done black people hair, white people hair, Hispanic people hair, color, um, perm, natural hair. She does it all. So I definitely think everyone should go to her, Keisha, um, artist salon. Let me see if I can find her Instagram tag. This is I'm gonna need you. See this. This is why. This is why it's be so hard doing shit with with Jay Rio, y'all. She'd be like, I'm going to shout out these people, but I ain't got none of their information. Like, nigga. I mean, I don't. <laughs> and on top of that, I did it before. That's why I'm like, I don't even remember. But um, it's called, the handle is The Artist Salon 1. So T-H-E-A-R-T-I-S-T-S-A-L-O-N as in Nancy, the number one. And then you'll be able to see all the locks that she's done, ombre colors. Um, okay. All her great stuff that she has done in the past. Well, shout out, shout out to artist salon out here trying to keep uh, J Rio looking human and shit. We appreciate it. <laughs> good look, good look. Yes, I definitely come to her when it comes to coloring my ends of my locks. I just don't have money for her right now. I'm trying to get my life together. So, other than that, I definitely would be here, be there for her, for her to at least give me some new colors to my locks. You don't Especially like the more blue gray that you have going on there? I mean, it's cute, but it's like time for at least a recoloring or a different color. And I kind of want to try a different color. It's like a red purplish color that I saw on Instagram that I really wanted to try out. So, Man, just dime blonde and go super sand, man. Ew. Then everyone's going to be like, Ew. dang, you're the stereotypical dreadhead that's going to cause problems. I'm like, no. <laughs> they already look at you as a stereotypical dreadhead that's going to cause problems. You're right, but I'm not going <laughs> to give them more of an excuse to treat me that way. So um, that and I just don't like the thought of having blonde in my locks. Now, if I wanted to do like a pixie cut or something, which is something I want to do when I enter my 30s, just cut off my locks and do like a cute pixie cut or something like that. And then my hair will be blonde. Um, like Rihanna when she had her umbrella song. Oh, God. I'm just have to send you a picture another day. 
what a pixie cut is. I've just never heard of this. But shout out to The Artist Salon 1. Y'all go check them out. And um, I just got a couple of shout outs. Uh, shout out to all the folks that's been riding with us since you know day one. We appreciate you. We love y'all. And uh, shout out to everybody that's just, you know, trying to make it through the day. Like, it's hard out here. Damn. Like, yeah. And on top hard, of that, hard. the sun just really wants to fuck everyone's life up. So I understand. Yeah. So fucking it's about hot, man. 10 degrees shot of, short of hell outside. Um, <laughs> hurricanes and shit. That it's never just, came. Or did they come? I don't know. It, it came and went. It so it did. didn't affect us. But yeah, so everybody just be be safe out there. Um, as usual, make sure you follow us on the social of the medias. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter at the CC Pod underscore, Instagram at the CC Pod, Facebook. You can search um, Controversial Chronicles, and of course, if you want to chime in on the show or give any feedback or give any topics that you want to see us research and discuss, that's perfectly fine. Shoot us an email at the CC Pod at Gmail dot com uh, anything else for the good of the people J Rio nope thanks for listening and eventually I'll do my J Rio judgment on Facebook I just yeah, y'all check out social media talk. exactly check out social media um, on Facebook and Instagram uh, like we said J Rio's judgment so real soliloquy that's where we're moving those two that way we have a little bit more freedom and can interact with you guys a little bit more on what we're saying I had some good interaction on when I was uh, one I did about sending the kids back to school and whether or not mm-hmm. we do that. So definitely check those out. And uh, yeah, as usual, we love y'all and uh, pound. Let's argue. Bye.